welcome back to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Olson, and I am joined, as always, uh, actually in person today, uh, Susan Miller-Degnan, live from the Herald's mobile office on, what, what road are we on right now? Uh, somewhere in Coral Gables. Somewhere uh, near Denny's. Yeah, it, by that Denny's it, across from campus, if you've spent time around campus, you probably a, know the one. Here's a um, hint, here's a hint for our, for our uh, special office. Uh, yeah, we have wrapped up uh, Media Day, Miami Hurricanes Media Day. Um, by the time pretty much everyone listens to this, uh, probably the first practice will be in the books. Maybe the second practice will be in the books, depending on when you get around to this. Uh, because <laughs> football season is here. Yes. Uh, it, we're, we're talking when, uh, Tuesday afternoon after uh, spending a bunch of time on campus talking to a whole bunch of players, every pretty much every assistant coach. Um, and obviously Mario Cristobal, uh, his practice will kick off Friday morning, uh, at Green Tree Practice Fields. A lot of firsts for Mario Cristobal. It feels like every, we, we've been kind of, you know, the, the yep. spring, it was the, the new, you know, well, actually going back to December when he first showed up, it was the new, what, what does it feel like here at Miami? Obviously spring, we had that. We got a lot of that again today. We'll obviously get a lot of that again on Friday. Um, this was kind of the best chance, though, to, like, actually talk to, you know, whenever we talk to players, it's always kind of like a con- little bit of a controlled environment after practice. They're in a huddle uh, with the watchful eye of the Miami Hurricanes uh, media relations staff. Uh, today was a really good chance to, to talk to a lot of these guys and a lot of newcomers because they've got a lot of transfers who we didn't see a whole lot right. in the spring. Um, the big piece of news today, though, uh, is Zion Nelson – the star left tackle uh, with his left leg in a, in a big old brace. Uh, he had surgery uh, about a month ago now, I guess, a little bit less than a month. Uh, yeah, a little bit less than a month ago. Um, yeah. To yep. repair some cartilage or clean out some yeah, cartilage some in his left knee. Yeah, floating cartilage, yep. Um, That's what he told me. From the time when he had surgery, the, the timeline was six to eight weeks. Uh, look, I think that was the first, basically the first Friday of July. Essentially puts him on track to be ready to go by week one. Who knows if that will happen. It definitely does not put him on track to be ready for practice on Friday. So, uh, Mario Cristobal today said the team's very healthy. Uh, I think he said Ryan Rodriguez is the only guy who's dealing with, like, a long-term injury. A a young uh, reserve interior lineman. Um, But, obviously, Zion Nelson is not going to be there on Friday. I'm, I personally, and you, you, you agree, kind of doubt we'll see him in week yeah, one against Bethune-Cookman. I, mean, I might be wrong. Who knows? I wrote likely will be out. I mean, Who knows? why would they play him um, against Bethune-Cookman? Right, exactly. I, but I, either way, um, his injury is, is probably the biggest story to come out of today. And obviously... Uh, the only story. Will mean we will mean <laughs> we don't get to see the uh, Miami Hurricanes at full strength when practice kicks off this weekend in right. Coral Gables. Yeah, correct. And here the thing is that... Um, for years, I mean, going back to, to the old, old Canes, um, when Art Kehoe was the offensive line coach, they always cross-trained. Mm-hmm. You, you, and, there's, and and Alex Mirabal, the, the offensive line coach, um, and I guess you could say Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Because he helps out with the offensive yeah, linemen a lot. Yeah, he definitely helps out uh, hands-on. Um, 
they're they're doing major cross training and they're for really like almost every single person on that offensive line is doing multiple positions jakai clark the starting center um you know he's like the only one that won't practice a tackle yeah. for example you know he'll, he but he practices inside also yeah and, he's played a lot he played started games at guard yeah right 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 and so um yeah i mean Look, he had to, you know, Zion told me that he, you know, he needed, he had, he needed to, to get that cleaned out. It had been something that had been bothering him, though he said it was the second surgery on that knee, which was interesting. I'm not exactly sure what the first one was, but, um, he didn't seem too concerned, but he's wearing a big brace. Massive yeah. brace. It's like an ACL type brace. Uh-huh. And that's why people were panicked because we saw him on social media. But he said he just doesn't, he, he's doing it to be careful. He doesn't want to tweak it. Um, he wants to make yeah. sure it's... It sounds like he tried to avoid surgery for a long time on it. He said a, a lot of the beginning part of the offseason, he was really trying to strengthen that right. leg and, and kind of avoid, hopefully get it strong enough to the point where he was going to be able to avoid surgery. Um, I get, you know, I'm sure they kind of set a deadline, though, like, got to figure this out by the start of July if you want yeah. it or not, so you can be was... good to go. Probably, you know, I would guess they're plan here and that they'll never admit this necessarily is uh september 17th they play at texas a&m uh everything has to be geared around having him ready to go as close to 100 percent as possible for that game first with two weeks of the season they play bethune cookman an fcs team that they you know every yeah. time they play them they beat them by 50 yeah and, and then, then week two <laughs> they play southern miss southern which is miss. you know a, a division one team uh what are they, Sunbelt, I think, maybe, or Conference, U- mm-hmm. Conference USA, I think. Um, so, you know, a, a competition well, steps up would, a little bit, but... But I think it would be good to... If get him in that game, maybe, a little bit. Get him in. It would be very but everything, tough to you know, start. You know he's got Texas A&M circled on his metaphorical yeah. calendar. But to start um, your first... I mean... Yeah, you don't want to jo- be thrown right into the fire in a against... Year, not a year, not a year, but you know what I mean. It's very tough because yeah. game playing, playing in a game is yeah. way different than practicing. Yeah, you know he'd and, love to get into that Southern And he's going to miss... Probably a lot of practice. practice. Anyway, he he said he wouldn't be out there. He'd he'd be in the weight room, you know, if we didn't see him. I'm I'm sure glad they brought him into media day, or everybody would be in a panic. But um, yeah, and then and then the other interesting thing is the guy who's supposedly going to well, Alex Mirabal, the line coach, you know, said that uh, John Campbell Jr. Mm -hmm. um, who. Missed all of last season with a torn ACL, yeah. and and the same leg, his left leg, um, uh, will right is right now. Um, going to be the left tackle be the to left start tackle. camp just on for Friday. now, but yeah, he, yeah, just for now. Um, with and I'm sure they're going to roll a lot of guys in yeah. there. So DJ Scape, whatever. Yeah. Um. So and I'm not sure about Campbell. He hasn't played in a year. You yeah. Know? So um. We we have to see. He's a veteran, but yeah. it's been a long time. So yeah, for 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 Zion, it feels like you know, obviously, you, like when it, like you said, there there's a picture that went around. Um, I think Alex Mirabal put a with yeah. all the offensive line. And people saw party. the brace yep. and people were Jul- like panicking. Yeah. Obviously, uh, not the worst case scenario no. with him. Like that kind of 
what did I, I can't remember how Mario Cristobal described it, but like he was basically like, the big guys need to tune, tune up every once in a while. Up. You know, it's yeah. a lot of weight on that knee. He's right. added like a hundred pounds since he got to campus three or four years ago, whenever that was. Yeah, he's, now. Uh, he's up to three twenty. He was so skinny. He was like two fifty when he got he to campus, so or two forty, I think maybe. Yeah, he was. Um, so you know, he's had a lot of uh, pressure put on that knee over the last few years. So I, I think he and Miami do not expect that this to be a thing that will affect him in. October or November, right. um, but obviously for the start of the season, just because he's not going to have the full ramp up, because you know he's probably like, you know he's not able to lift the same way he normally would be this time of year. Um, you know they're they're going to have to make. It's fair to assume he's not going to be a hundred percent at the start of this season, even if he's out on the field. So uh, right. long term, not a huge concern. Once we get to conference play, I'm sure he'll be as close to a hundred percent basically as anyone is that time of year. Uh, assuming he doesn't get hurt somewhere else, but uh, for the start of the year, it's it's something worth monitoring, obviously, and it, and it means sure. that in training camp, we're not going to see uh, the Miami Hurricanes that we're going to see in week three or week four of the season. Correct. Um, anything else to, that stood out to you from from today at Media Day it was, uh, like I said, a lot just a good chance to kind of catch up with a whole bunch of guys, right. talk about some of the, the the big overarching storylines. Not a whole lot of news otherwise. No, there was um, there was no there wasn't much news at all. And yeah, I guess, no like big position changes or anything like that. Yeah, and that seemed like that seems like a good thing. I think. Well, not not a good thing if you're a writer. You love news, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I, you know, I talked to a few of the uh, the transfers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Okay, so let's. So I've got a couple of oh. just major storylines for, uh-huh. for camp written down, uh-huh. and I think this is a good w- place to transition. That one of sure. them was was the Zion Nelson thing, which is is you know the biggest story of today, right? Um, and and will be a big story. You know, that'll be the one injury we're all monitoring up until week one. You know, the on the first week of September, we're gonna ask, hey, is, is Zion gonna play? Um, the number two thing I've got down here is is what is that front seven gonna look like? And it's because of the transfers. Um, right. You look at, you know, obviously we saw Jake Lichtenstein in the spring. A, a transfer from USC was really impressive. Good. They look really um, good. You know, uh, Antonio Moultrie was on campus and, and with the team but was injured, so we didn't see him. Um, but then since then they've added uh, Mitchell Agude, who actually was yeah. uh, living in Miami in the spring he took a gap semester because he graduated from ucla uh, and was watching every practice but couldn't participate uh we both talked to him today and he was great, great to talk great to guy. Yeah. um right. we'll see moultrie will play uh akeem mesador is a guy i, I talked to for a little bit today he transferred from west virginia he's going to be in the mix um daryl jackson from maryland you talked to uh caleb johnson the linebacker from ucla the front seven has so many new faces that and Not, some really good, good yeah, players. Who could be, you know, they could have three or four transfers start in that front seven. Um, were yeah, those kind of the trans? Yeah. You know, the, those are the guys okay. who stood out to you, right? Those, those yeah, transfers. Yeah, we didn't. We we Caleb Johnson, uh, you know, the linebacker uh, was not available today. I think he was out there actually. I didn't talk I to him. I think no. maybe Michelle talked to him. Are you sure? I feel like he was. Okay, because somebody told me he wasn't. But, maybe not. Right, I didn't talk I, to him. I, okay. Uh, me neither, but I'll have to give Michelle a call because yeah. I asked somebody else and they said no. But what they did was they put guys at tables. Yeah. And they didn't really 
announce any switches. They would just quietly would switch. Yeah, guys would just kind of roll in and yeah, out. Yeah, so you couldn't really tell who would just come in. And yeah, it was, it was easy. A lot, a lot of people, it's kind of funny. Neither of us talked to Tyler Van Dyke. A lot of people kind of missed that Tyler Van Dyke came in. Not a big deal. You talked to him for a long time oh, at Media Day. And how story. many, like, what is there still to ask Tyler Van Dyke? Yeah. Uh, and you wrote a big story that will be in the Friday newspaper uh, about him. Um, Correct. But yeah, like, but the, the transfers were kind of the guys that I wanted to make sure one of us or Barry Jackson, or Michelle, we had a lot of people there today, uh, was going to be able to, to check in with. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, Mitchell, yeah, you're absolutely correct on the on the defensive transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Mitchell Agude. Yeah, he was great. I talked to him for a long really, time. Really. Uh, just very uh, well spoken. Yeah, and mature. Like mature. he's one of those older. Super like we talk about it with the veterans who come in sometimes, and they're just like, you know, there's a huge difference between a freshman and a junior or senior a because they're just older. Yeah, and, and, he's graduated and, from college. He's a co- he's an adult. When you graduate oh, from college, not you're only an adult. that he's he's smart. Yeah. Okay. I, I not only is he mature, at least he sure seemed it, but he seemed very intelligent. So, um, uh. You know, and he could be a starter at defensive end. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think he. I, I. I've got a little mock starting lineup written out on my computer here, and I. I you got him. I got right? him penciled Off- in next to Jafar A. Harvey. Yeah, Jafar I. Jafar, Jafar I. He definitely. Jafar I said it definitely was Jafar I. Jafar I. Uh, yeah, because he was at the ACC days. He's a good guy, and people are raving about him. I think he's. Uh, I. I, I don't want to. St- I mean, I, I guess I would say underrated or, or under the spot, under the, you know, spotlight, whatever, or not under the spot, out of the spotlight around the rest of the nation. Yeah. I don't think they really, but I think the UM people think he's very good. Yeah, everyone says he's just got like the best motor, which we've been hearing about him Really forever. fast. Yeah. Okay. Well, and just I, the effort, the effort he plays with everyone Effort says. and supposedly he's very fast. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, One thing I love, I was talking to Mitchell Agude for a long time, and he, um, he said he he really he have really good insights about what Jason Taylor is doing for that group, and the way oh, yeah. that I asked him too, and the way that he and he I think I think he said he didn't talk to Jason Taylor at all before he committed, so it was all stuff he's kind of learned since he's gotten there, right? Um, and just like the subtle ways he kind of teaches guys different things, like the way like. He was talking all about play, hand placement and, like, shifting his body weight. So you can tell he's just, like, really – he's really um, cerebral and kind of receptive to, to coaching. That's and, a good word. And, and I it, think he's going to be uh, – And uh, soaking in. Yeah. I think he's yeah. going to be uh, – I, I I feel like he'll, he'll – you know, he looks the part. He's Oh, big, man. Like Doesn't he really look big? big. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think his, he said he's gained a, quite a bit of weight um, his arms in the last couple just, weeks. He's, um, yeah, so, yeah. He really he's, looks big. He looks like – you know, I think he and Harvey, you know, defensive end is a position where guys will randomly start a game. But those two guys feel like the guys at defensive end. Yeah, they do. And, 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 and listen. Although Kevin, I should Kevin say, Akeem Steele. Mesidor, who was the, like, when you looked at the recruiting rankings on the transfer rankings, right. he was the highest ranked guy they got. He said he's mostly been working at defensive end, even though he's uh, he's been, you know, a lot of people kind of thought he was going to be a defensive tackle. tackle. Yeah. Um, he'll play both, right? He'll be one of those guys who kicks inside on third down. Um, but he said he feels really comfortable at defensive end right now. Interesting. I wow. I, I, the thing is, Kevin Steele made this a point today. He said he does not want anybody, and I, I 
to think about being a starter. And the thing is, mm -hmm. you hear that every year, but I really think he means it. I mean, this this UM seems very intent on getting this rotation going with everything they do, everything. Yeah. And, and defensive end, you know, there's some years, like, obviously, like, when they had Greg Rousseau or Jalen Phillips or Quincy Rousseau, those guys were starters because they were, like, potential yeah. first-round picks, all-American type guys. My aunt, maybe one, maybe like Potential Jared Harrison, Harrison Hunt will have a monster year with yeah. ten sacks or something, but uh, like if you just look at it, they don't, they don't have a guy like that right now. You know, they have guys who could maybe turn into that or emerge with that with a big season, but they don't have. You can you can have eight starters when you don't have, you know, you can both. It's like the quarterback thing, right? Like you, if you don't have a starting. If you have two starting quarterbacks, you don't have one. They kind of have that th this year where it's like they've got eight starters because they don't have a guy like Greg Rousseau or Jalen Phillips who are going to so like who you just can't take off the field. That we not that we know not of. that we know of yet. Maybe well, one of these I know guys will they don't want. That. I know they want. That you talk about motors. They want them to keep right because they need rotating. it because they don't have a, a superstar. It doesn't look like in that group. Yeah, we'll see. I. But correct, as far as what we know right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah? Yeah. And then defensive tackle will be, you know, Jared Harrison Hunt will be in the mix. I didn't talk to him today, actually. Um, but, you know. I we, didn't either. Obviously, he's been highly productive in, like, kind of small sample size. Leonard Taylor was not out there today. No, he wasn't. Was, like, I was hoping to talk to him because, um, obviously, people are hoping breakout year for him I didn't potentially um, what other linebackers are there i didn't talk to i don't think i talked to i talked to gilbert frierson wayne minsteed was there i didn't see him. um linebacker caleb johnson i mean just based on what he did at ucla you would think he'll he'll be a guy who could start oh my god um, he had such good stats yeah oh um, Lord. just filled stuffed the stat sheet interceptions a lot of tackles everything. tackles for loss yeah. did everything sacks um, yeah, sacks, said, yeah. Um, linebacker. But that, other than that, that linebacker spot continues to be, like, the problem area a little bit. But, you know, they got guys with experience. Wesley Bissane wasn't there. I yeah, really Wesley want to talk to him. Yeah, Wesley was not there. Maybe he'll be in the mix. Um, but, yeah, like, there are 15 different guys in the front seven who you feel like could start at various points this year between, like, the 8, 9, 10 defensive linemen and, like, 3, 4, 5 linebackers who, who all, like, I think feel like they could win a starting job in in training camp. Yeah, this is very true. Um, I also didn't talk to the. Uh, well, I talked to Cam Kinchins. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's excited. He was very team, 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 team. Yeah. They are kind of all, by the way, espousing the team. Yeah, the team yeah. They got a little brainwashed by Mario they Cristobal, got, which yeah, is fine. Like, yeah. it's, you'd uh -huh. you'd rather that than they all hate him like. Oh, making them sure. not wear, you know, everyone was talking about how like they're not like wear like they're all wearing the same plain bland t-shirts like um so they've, they've definitely got uh one voice. They're buying in right now, which is important. In, which yeah, it is. Um the yeah. other the other position group, I think it was one of the big ones we talked about in the spring that that feels like uh there's just like a lot of different directions it could go as wide receiver well, yeah, where definitely um you know Xavier Restrepo and Keyshawn Smith are probably going to start. I would yeah, say just based would, on I'm, I'm per, I, based like, on what they now. did last year. Yeah. Um, but yep. after those two, it, it remains wide open. Well, one of those Romello Brinson, Brashard Smith, Jacoby George, that freshman group from last year, step up. Um, Frank Ladson. Frank Ladson, obviously the transfer from, from Clemson. Him. Yep. Um, you know Isaiah Horton, uh, Josh Gaddis, the, the other 
four-star freshman. Josh Gaddis said felt like they lacked some size. He's 6'3", 190, I think he's listed at. So, uh-huh. you know, they've, they've got a couple of different directions they can go. Um, and then, of course, you know, I wrote about it today, like, they're going to play two tight ends a lot, and Will Mallory has a chance to be, you know, one of the better yep. tight – first team preseason, first team all ACC. So they've got ways to, I think, make up for the loss of um, Mike Hartley and uh, Charleston Rambo, but – They've got a lot of, of catches that they need to find. They need to find a guy. And yeah. maybe it'll be Keyshawn Smith. Maybe, you know, maybe Xavier Restrepo can emulate the Mike Hartley, like, slot thing a little bit. Right? They're very similar guys there. But, but they're going to miss Charleston Rambo unless one a of those lot. guys steps up. No matter a lot what, of catches to go around that they've got to fill with those two. Yeah, no matter what anybody said about Charleston Rambo being too skinny or whatever. Yeah, he was he a monster. I mean, he was it. a record-setting wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. Both those guys were, um, but especially, yeah, obviously, Rambo. Yeah, Harley was great. Season. Loved yeah. Harley. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a few years now, David, that, like, I would write in my preseason <laughs> In the preseason special section. Well, this year, why will this year's crop of wide receivers be different? Uh-huh. But I, you know, I'm not, I'm not convinced for this year yet. No, 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 no. I'm, I mean, I'm not. Nothing, nothing shouts. You know, all three of those charts. freshmen from last year flashed, right? We saw Rashard oh, Smith yeah. had like the really long touchdowns. Uh, I think a couple of them, right? One against. Uh, I mean, one was against Central Connecticut State, but, you know, you saw him. like He, he could do everything. Yeah. Right? And Josh Gaddis is really excited to play with him. He uh, likes that kind of thing. Yeah, he does. He loves, he loves like the end arounds and that he's kind like of stuff. He's like a running right. back. In a, um, he's like a, yeah. You know, Jacoby George came on strong down the stretch. The Duke game, he had a, a really long catch in that one. And obviously, Romello Brinson made the best catch anyone on the team made all season in the, in the Central Connecticut State game. But, um yeah, I mean, other than the two guys who I mentioned, and even Keyshawn Smith, I think, has been kind of boomer bust uh, yeah, throughout his career. Yeah, he's really talented, but yeah. I, you know, We Michael haven't seen Redding, it on a consistent basis. Yeah, Michael I, Redding. I, there's there's a lot of guys. and I, I feel now, confident in, in Restrepo, because um, you know Van Dyke loves him, and he's going to throw to him a lot. I feel... <laughs> I feel confident in uh, Will Mallory, because... You know, as long as he's healthy, he's one of the best tight ends in the country. But beyond that, this spring has to be about finding guys. Or this, sorry, this I, we said it in the spring and they didn't do it. Uh, this fall preseason has to be about finding it does, Tyler it, Van Dyke picking I, out his new favorite even, guy. Even Tyler said, uh, even Tyler told us at the ACC media days that uh, that he he didn't. People kept asking him about the receivers. He's like, well. I know Restrepo is is going to be my security mm-hmm. blanket, and they're kind of best friends. They're good. Yeah, they've friends. been roommates, I think, right when they were freshmen. Yeah, exactly. But um, he said, "I don't." And Keyshawn, he he sounded like he's going to be starter, but he said, "I don't know about anybody else." Uh, meaning, not that he doesn't think they're good, right? But, but it's he wide said, open. I can't, yeah, he said, "I can't. I can't really say now." And he wasn't BSing. He meant it. So that was a little, you know, it, it made you wonder a little. Yeah, so and it, like I said, with it, that's this is that's why this position group reminds me of the defensive line thing that we were just talking about, where they really want like you know, the starters don't matter, and it's a thing you can say when you don't have studs. I, I feel the yeah. same way about the wide receivers. Like I wouldn't be surprised if 
eight guys contribute at various points this the year. Thing but is, David, would you I rather think... have that, or would you rather have no. a Charleston Rambo who I'd has 1,100 have... yards yeah. and sets the? How about you? I, I think I think was... you need a guy like that. You, you need, need one guy a like star. that. Mm-hmm. You have to have a, a star, a go-to guy. Yeah. You can't keep like... Alabama and Ohio State do it every year, and it works for them. So. Yeah, you can't just keep putting in different. Uh, it's different than putting in defensive line. I don't know. I mean, yeah. the receivers, they have to have a real connection yeah. with the quarterback. And I think, I think Restrepo chemistry. can do it a little. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Restrepo catches, I don't know, 55 balls this year, right? Like, is that over-the-middle guy, the security right. blanket, like you said. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Will Mallory is, um, you know, one of the most productive tight ends in the country, um, as long as he stays healthy, which has kind of been on issue for him at times throughout his career um but yeah they don't they don't have a charleston rambo this year it doesn't seem like no so we'll have to see uh and they're they're a couple really good tight ends yeah yeah definitely uh yeah they, they got some depth there they'll play two tight ends a lot obviously yes. they think elijah arroyo could have a elijah a arroyo year. is um uh, is really good really good so We'll see. Jaleel Skinner is, uh, I think, maybe put on some weight. Yeah, he said he's gained, I think, like 20 pounds, basically, since he uh, got to campus. Um, he was Barry, Barry Jackson was pressing him on what it was like to, de- to flip from Alabama to Miami. Uh, so that was a pretty funny I, conversation. I, I smell a lead to a six-pack coming. <laughs> but, uh, you know I don't know what else did you have on the list because I I think running backs are kind of like that. Too, yeah, that's a good by one. Yeah, I, I think they have I, a little bit more. I've always been higher on this group of running backs than you have, um, but they have a little bit more established stuff there. I think. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I, I think the experience is going to be better now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I think Jalen Knighton. Um, you know, sh- showed what he can do. Uh, great, great pass catcher, yeah. right? Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. Sometimes, like pure running, um, and, you know, he's good out of the backfield and stuff. We'll, we'll we'll see how he develops more. Don Chaney, it's I, just I injuries have kept him from yeah, like doing he, anything. you know, Don Chaney had the. Uh, ACL, MCL. He, told me. he had a shoulder one at one point. It's been a bunch yeah, of Yeah, but things. he had a hidden knee. He had, a, he had Don Chaney had a major knee knee, mm-hmm. knee knee surgery, and he was funny today. He was very upbeat and and psyched. I, I somebody I really like, and I don't think he was there today. I've always liked Thad Franklin. He was out there for a little bit. Oh, he was. He yeah. And they're, they're really high oh, on Trevante Citizen, it sounds him. like, too. And Trevante Citizen was out He's there. Big. He's big. He is big. He looks like a high. college running back already. Wow. So That's what, uh, I think, was it Mario who said he's big? Yeah. Like 220 or, or something like Or that. maybe like, it wasn't Mario. Maybe it was... Yeah, I think it maybe it was Mario. I, I, that's I a position where, you know, Kevin, Kevin Smith, who was... Uh, the running, running backs back coach, coach at Ole Miss last year and is now the running back coach at Miami. Right. Last year they had, I think, three guys ran for more than 400 or 500 yards. So they've 
And Josh Gaddis has always used multiple running backs, especially I think Michigan he's last really year they had like into, two guys with eight hundred plus. Yeah, he's really into running. So they're they're gonna they're gonna be touches for those guys, and and I kind of trust them I more than so. I trust the wide receivers right now. Yeah, me too. So me too. I I, I think so too. I hope Cheney gets well, uh, and um, again, I would like to see Thad Franklin because. I know he hasn't played that much, but when he touches the ball, he runs like ten yards a clip. Or he's I, like, or he's like an like he's never oh, going to give you blocker, less than like three. Say. He can block the hell out of it. He I, reminds I, me of Brandon Jacobs. I don't know if you remember him. He played for the Giants. I don't remember where he played in college, but he was just like three yards in a clouded. Like he was never going to lose you yards. He's just like so big and physical, and just ran forward and knocked guys over and fell yeah. forward and got yards. Very interested to see because the offense is going to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, as Tyler said, and Tyler also said that there's going to be a lot of running, and he's kind of happy about that. That'll maybe take a little pressure off of him. So, yeah, I'm interested in, in uh, the running back situation. Actually, I had that on my list too. Like, I just kind of feel like I still don't know what this. Like, obviously, like I watched Michigan last year. We saw them oh. play in the. Uh, <laughs> in the, in the, semi in the yeah, orange bowl in, against georgia i was yeah. not very impressed well like, i watched michigan play so i know what a josh gaddis offense looked like last year but like right. I still feel like we don't really know what this like we did not see no. a whole lot in the spring no we're not gonna obviously see a lot in in training camp but um it's one of the big like Set, things they have a, just like a lot less uh rpo definitely i mean that's yeah I, Gaddis is a lot more of like a pro style, old yes. school, traditional than yep. where Brett Lasher, you know, he's that Texas spread offense that Gus Malzahn. Yeah. With it now and I, what he'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, that, you know, uh, SMU plays Maryland this year. It's going to be a fun early season game. Oh, that will be great. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be cool if UM had played them. Yeah. Well, it's like they had, it's like they had Temple. SMU. The, it's like they had Temple on the schedule for. It was like the Manny Diaz slash Al Golden slash whatever. Oh my god! Uh, revenge game. Wow. Well, um, yeah. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, Okay, one more I have on here is... Um, something very kind of specific on here, but you talked to Kevin Steele about it, so I put it down on this list because it remains ah. kind of the biggest like X factor I have on this defense is their three safeties are really good, and they need to find a way to get the three of them on the field at the same time. Uh, James Williams, Avante Williams, Cameron Kinchins. Whether that is James Williams plays some star this year, I know he's like been very adamant about I'm a I'm a I'm a safety, but 
don't know. I you the way those three all played last year, they look like it can be three of your like definitely three of your eleven best defenders. I think. I think so too. And, and I think maybe more like three of your six or seven best defenders. I think they'll find a way. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did Kevin Steele I, say about it when he you talk, said asked that about it depends it on the, he, he didn't want. He said obviously uh, they're not tipping their hands. Right. He'd love to do it. It depends on the on the offense. <laughs> right. It it depends on the other team's offense uh, and. Um, I, he will not say that one of them is going to switch to linebacker. Right. He will not. He's, he's not going to say that. I know that James Williams doesn't want to switch to linebacker mm-hmm. at all. Or, you know. Uh, or at least he has I didn't, I didn't talk to him today. Play in the so, box. Yeah. And, you know, he said he could, he, could, he could figure out some creative ways to, to get them on the field. Um so was Avante wasn't there, right? I think he was out there. I didn't talk to really? him. Really, all these people were out. There. A lot of people like, were out. I mean, they brought Cam out probably thirty James kids or something. Like, yeah, they brought out a lot. It was impossible. It would have been impossible to talk to everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, to me, that's such an exciting position group. Yeah, it's definitely I, the most exciting position group on the defense. And honestly, you could, other than quarterback. I think you made it's probably the most exciting position group on the entire roster. Yeah, I, I love the, the Avante Williams is like supercharged. They, they yeah, the, he's like a real hyped up. Uh, yeah, he's like a bowling ball to just like, but like, like a he gets. He's like you know like in like old like war times they had those like balls that they would like like yeah, a mace yeah, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's kind of like that he just like flies around and crashes into things yeah that's kind of the, it's kind of the way they described him a little yeah without using that example <laughs> but uh yeah and james williams love him love yeah him. obviously he was yeah. one of the biggest bright spots on the roster last year so and cam kitchens too and like cam yeah so smart and yeah just uh very excited to see those guys and we'll see kevin Steele's. i think Really, really, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they've got a good... I mean, the coaching staff, obviously, was like another... This was a... Again, I think we'd probably... I I hadn't, but you'd probably talked with every assistant coach at this point or... Close to it. Yeah, I think we have. But it was always, always, you know, four-minute chunk, like... With a big group and everyone's trying to get the their specific question in and a time limit. You you talked to Rod Wright today? I talked to Rod Wright today. I talked to Rod Wright. What Um, was he like? He was good, you know. I, I asked him. I mostly want. I mostly. I, I was. I wrote also in my notebook today, which you can read at miamiherald.com. Um, I just wanted to get kind of insights on all the freshmen that we didn't really get to see in the spring. So I asked him a little bit about Nigel e. Kelly. Um, ah, right, right, right. Um, who's another guy? Who, I don't know. Maybe he'll be in the mix to, to contribute yes. on that defensive line this year. Um, after he missed the spring or was limit very limited in the spring with with an injury. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, I think the whole defensive coaching staff or the whole coaching staff, I mostly talked to defensive guys today. Um, like it's pretty impressive to Jamila day, a, a day, a day, a day, a die, a die. I can't remember now. Um, he was, you know, the first time I got to talk to him, um, I thought he was, you know, very, very impressive oh, he's as great. well. He's super yeah. impressive. Um, so, you know, yeah. across the board, I, I think. It was a good chance to just kind of get an idea of, you know, it's like you said, they, they're all in one message, definitely, you can feel. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Mario all the way. Right? Yeah, uh, definitely. 
The way you do anything is the so way you do that's, everything. That's the cliche that, we're going to hear all year. Is that what we're going to say every podcast? Yeah, the way exactly. you do anything is the way you do everything. Well, so. I think we did this podcast very well, so uh, that means you do everything very well, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. Any, any other just kind of random tidbits from the day that uh, stood out to you? Uh... Any fun yeah. little details you, yeah. you picked up? I'll have to I'll have to write about this too. I don't know if this week. Uh, probably, maybe Justice Oluwashan. Oh yeah, uh, who could? Who might be the starting right guard. That, that's a yeah. wide open position. Could be to offensive me, it feels line. Like. Uh, great, great kid. And he, tra- where did he transfer? He's from, from UNLV. UNLV, right? Well, he um, he just broke the school record. For uh, squat squatting seven hundred pounds, he and Sagapolu, Logan Sagapolu, yeah, um, another offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both, and he said Sagapolu, who's not. If you look at him, he's not that big. No, he's pretty short. He's squat, squat, but he's supposedly well. Obviously, they say strong, he's like the strongest guy. But on they the said team. he's super yeah. strong. But this, he could guy, also start a right guard. That's probably the competition. I would guess those two guys. Yeah, but this this guy Justice was was fun. He was very proud of that. He was really proud. Um, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to play what he told me. But I asked him, you know, to explain to people what it's like lifting seven hundred pounds. <laughs> he said he wanted to be like at a ninety degree angle. He wanted his legs, uh-huh. whatever. But it's pretty cool. Um, and I think uh, was it was it M- Mario. Did he talk? Mario talk about the saying the coolest thing was how it might not have been how everybody, all the players, um, might have been Mirabal. I can't, we were really into it in oh, the background. Yeah, yeah you yeah. always see those pictures of the weight They room get so and, excited. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of nice. Don Chaney was really funny. I don't know. He was just funny. He was in a really good mood, very high on all his receivers, talking about his little girl um, who's. Mm, She'll be two, I think, in October, mm-hmm. and how she fakes being asleep now, and everything he does, he does for her. And you had a baby too, right? There, not you know, I don't mean you. No, I did not have a baby. No, but, but yes. you interviewed somebody with. A oh baby. yeah, Romello Brinson, who just had a baby. I want to say July sixteenth, so like really a newborn. Wow, like, Romy. Romy. Rom- Romy Brinson. Um, I like that name. Uh, he said he's been dating his, his girlfriend since I think he said tenth grade. So she knows that the football season he's he's pretty busy. Um, but I said uh, it's gonna be a, a he's, he's gonna have to juggle some things. I think in this in, yeah. in this fall. Um, That's it's really sure. a newborn. Um, we also both, sure. we'll have a story probably about this at some point. But it was fun asking some guys about the NIL and what. You know, like with Romello Brinson, he was like, it's been helpful. I have a baby now. It's good to have a little bit of money uh, to uh, do that kind of stuff. And, and obviously, a lot of guys are, are feeling some benefits from uh, some of the NIL money that they've put in their pockets over the last uh, a little more than a year here. Yeah, and all of them get money. So that's for great. the most part. I'm yeah. Happy for them. Um, also, one, one, Jake Garcia, I talked to him for a little bit today. Um, I, he, he told us uh, he actually got baptized the day before the Central Connecticut State game. And then that next day, he broke his ankle, and he was questioning his faith pretty quickly. Oh, my uh, God. But he said, I, I guess he's gotten re- kind of religious over the last year, and it helps him get through uh, his ankle injury. 
Um, I don't think it was actually broken, by the way. Whatever, it was like a fracture yeah, or something. Yeah, or he right? had to know he had all. It was not broken. Torn he said ligaments. he thought he said he thought it was broken. I yeah, guess, I don't think but it was. It was like not. You're right. Yeah. Torn ligament. I don't know. I have it. I had it written some at some point. There was some ligament damage and some other things. But he's always a fun he one to talk to too. I've, I've, oh, I've got like great. ten minutes from him that I got to go through because he he said some good stuff. He's about, a really good kid. Yeah, about, oh, do I like him? About Mario Cristobal, obviously, and his you know he talked about it in the in the spring, but his decision to stay, uh, even though he's you know right probably going to be backing up Tyler Van Dyke and, and just the excitement also of uh, you know he's got your, you know the the idea that Miami is building up this this quarterback pipeline again so didn't talk none of us talked to tyler van dyke the starting quarterback maybe like a heisman contender but i talked to the backup quarterback no but i i did have my tape recorder there so i'll have okay you can listen through it too so i'll have a few things a few but i i i wrote such a long story on tyler i think uh i think i covered my bases uh so and i was at this point i Jakari was Jakari, I did bad. not see Jakari Brown. Again, yeah. maybe we missed him, but... No, probably... He's the third-string quarterback. He's the third-string, yeah. but um, he's really good. I think he's really they good. They really like him. Yeah, they really like him. Uh, I talked a little bit to Frank Ponce, uh, the quarterback's coach, and he said he has to he has to kind of keep him from taking off too soon. But but I that that happens a lot with freshmen. Yeah, but when they're uh, that kind of quarter, when they're an athlete like a running quarterback, it definitely happens a lot. Right. And even with the non-running quarterbacks, you know, they'll panic and settle for that three-yard scramble rather than uh trying to make a throw for a first down or whatever. Right. So, yep. All right, I think we can just about wrap things up there. Um, Susan will be out at practice all weekend. You can follow her on Twitter at D- S. Miller David will be at another wedding. Actually, a it's bachelor a, party this weekend, oh, so even, even more fun. It's it's the wedding tour. Yeah, of, it's this a is 2021 a, uh, this, slash this, 22 or 20. How long has this wedding tour been going on? It's never ended. No, it's pretty much just the summer. It's been this it's summer. Just, it's, this summer has drained my bank account, so uh, hopefully next summer is not quite as busy. No NIL I can, money. Uh, yeah, I need some NIL money. If anyone wants to uh, sponsor me, you can find me on Twitter at dbwilson2. Um, I've got some Twitter followers, so I can, uh, I can, I can tweet out some, uh, not as many as, as Susan Miller-Degnan over here. How, but, how was your uh, honeymoon? Uh, it was great. Can we we went to Italy that? for like nine I, days. Uh-huh. Um, went to spend some time up in Tuscany, drank some wine. Chianti, Ooh. we were in Chianti. Nice. Um, uh, went to Rome for a couple days. Uh, then was down at the beach in Positano. Wow. Um, That's I've got great. a, I've got a, it'll actually, I guess the story will be up, but I had a great, uh, Miami Heat interaction while I was wearing a Dion Waiters jersey. Cool. On the, on the streets of Positano, so. Wow. Uh, um, with with an Italian or an American? An Italian was, yeah, it'll be on the, I don't feel like I don't need to tell it again, but it'll be on the Heat podcast this week. Okay. So make sure you listen to that if you want my very uh, amusing inter- Dion Waiters interaction with an Italian man on a scooter. Um, <laughs> a lot of Bad Bunny, I heard a lot of Bad Bunny, so uh, Bad Bunny is international, it's not just a Miami thing. Um, so... Yeah, it was it was very fun. Um, I kind of feel like I need another vacation after it. That's a busy trip. Yeah, you know, usually my vacations I just go sit on a beach for a week. This this With was a white walk. sand. Yeah, this and that's it's not white sand in in New Jersey in uh 
in Italy, they got the rocky beaches, so it's a it's different. But true. Excited to be back just in time for football season. Obviously, and Dolphins are underway. They, they made some big news this week. Yes, um, they did. Obviously, listen to Dolphins in depth for that. Um, high school football started yeah. this week. Uh, Can't believe it. Football, football. Our summer's over. It's over. It, Party's over. Yeah, and it's it it, it, it and it lasts. A long time. Yeah, we got. We are in for uh, like five months of this now until. Or more, uh, more, more. Yeah, it's basically a little more than five. August, September, October, November. Oh no, no, December, in January. January. We could, we could. Well, we, then we get we into have, signing day, and yeah. then we have signing day, and then we have spread. Uh, yeah, yeah. At least, at least seven months before a couple weeks break, and then spring football yay yeah so we are right into uh, football season and it will be here for a long time is the point of all this um uh like i said follow susan on twitter she'll be out of practice all weekend check out her story on tyler van dyke um you can ignore me this weekend because i'll be out of pocket but then i'll be back uh for football for the next we'll we'll be back we'll be back here like you said for the next seven months or whatever after a couple week break well we'll be back every week with episodes of the Eye on the U podcast. So thanks as always for listening and we will talk to you guys next week.